Would you pray with me? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is a day for peace and proclamation, for rest and reflection, for working at worship instead of worshiping work. The Sabbath day is a holy day, consecrated by the Creator as a gift to creation. We are commanded to honor and preserve it. The Sabbath day is a holy day, wherein we realize that all days are God's days. A day of rest, wherein we realize that all work is God's work. A day of peace, wherein we can realize that God is our maker and our mender. Together, let us keep the Sabbath. Amen. A reading from Luke, the ninth chapter. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep. But since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he had said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then, a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly, a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. Everyone was amazed at all that he was doing,
Sleep plays an interesting role in Luke's gospel. Just a chapter earlier, Luke tells us of Jesus and his disciples crossing the Sea of Galilee. Jesus takes the opportunity to take a nap. Even when a squall pops up and terrifies the disciples and threatens to swamp the boat. Later on in the chapter, Jesus is asked to come care for a girl who's sick. Upon his arrival, he's informed that she has died, only for him to reply that she is merely asleep. Then today, we hear about Peter, James, and John being weighed down by sleep as Jesus waits to talk with Moses and Elijah. Later, we'll hear about the disciples waiting with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, only to fall asleep. Jesus sleeps. The young girl thought to be dead is asleep. And the disciples have a penchant to get groggy anytime something really important is about to happen. Of course, sleep is important. Without it, we will not enjoy our healthiest and best selves. Researchers are finding that a lack of sleep can increase your likelihood of cancer, cause you to gain weight, and decrease your overall life expectancy. In fact, many researchers suggest that one of the best ways to get healthier is simply to ensure that you get at least seven hours of sleep a night, if not eight. Sleep is important. Of course it is. Sleeping late or falling asleep during the daytime hours may well indicate that you're simply staying up too late and making up for your poor habits at the wrong time, possibly causing difficulty for you at work or in other aspects of your life. When you're not living a well-balanced life, your focus can shift during the day, or you may well take naps and miss out on what's going on around you. Much like Peter, James, and John in today's text, they ran the risk of missing this scene we call the transfiguration. Just think, they were the only witnesses to this event. They're the only way we even know this happened. And they almost missed it because they were falling asleep. Why is it that both here and when Jesus was arrested, were they constantly falling asleep? To be fair, we don't fully know. But one guess I have is that they were staying up too late and not getting enough sleep. You see, the disciples were an interesting bunch. They probably ranged in age from about 16 to 28 or so. Some were simple fishermen. They worked hard and tried to not get in trouble with the Roman authorities or the religious leaders. Still others were zealots. To put it mildly, they liked to get in as much trouble as possible with anyone. Still another was a tax collector. He was something of a turncoat who lined his own pockets. Nobody liked him. It would be fascinating to hear the conversations they'd have late at night around the fire while Jesus was either in prayer or sleeping. I'm sure they had a lot of opinions and had a number of heated discussions. What they weren't doing 
was getting the rest they needed, and this caused them to nearly miss the work of God happening before them. So what is it that causes you to miss the work of God going on in front of you every day? What causes you to be groggy and weighed down by sleep? What new insights might you gain about the Almighty if you're better rested? Of course, God knows we need this rest. God created a Sabbath for our rest, asking us to spend one-seventh of our time not working or doing stuff. God created us to need sleep every night. When we're rested, we're able to be awake, alert, and attentive to what's happening around us. And we're able to process how we're seeing God work in our lives, in the life of the world, and we're able to share that with others. God invites you to rest. And God invites you to sleep so that you can encounter the presence of God in your life both day and night. So may you see the gift of Sabbath rest and Sabbath sleep as a way that God cares for you. May you take advantage of that gift and embrace the rest you need so that you may rise to the presence of God at work for you and the world. Amen.